the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Good morning, everyone. Good day. The SP 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average both bounced from the dip yesterday. Where do we go from here is anyone's guess, I think, is the, is the phrase the pace. The NASDAQ fell to its lowest price since July, the July low of 2021. Where we all remember where we were, or do we not really? <laughs> we don't. It wasn't that bad. It's not that bad, people. The utilities yesterday bounced the best or the hardest, increasing almost 1%, nine-tenths of 1%. That's why we learned fractions, so we could do a radio show later in life. Consumer staples and healthcare also improved. Those are three areas that we need in good economies and bad economies. Warby Parker went public, which I don't wear glasses because I had that fancy, fancy eye surgery done, the laser corrective thing, and I, oh man, I was not good at that. I had a Russian doctor, and she held my head like a wrestler, made sure I didn't move. Did not like that at all, just so you know. But Warby Parker came public yesterday and it was kind of sexy. It opened at $54.05. It closed at $54.49. It's got a, a, a stunning valuation of $6 billion for a company that basically makes frames for glasses. Mm. The thing is, it was priced at 20 so it had a massive pop from the pricing, but it did nothing during the day. And it's kind of a millennial investment because Warby Parker, we here at Warby Parker give poor people from disadvantaged countries a pair of glasses every time you buy glasses. The millennials love that stuff. U.S. is on thin ice. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warns of potentially catastrophic consequences for the U.S. economy. Should we not get our stuff together? You know my stuff. You know what I mean, right? You're picking up what I'm putting down. I know you understand that. Stocks followed up their worst day in months with an uneven performance. So I'm trying to drop in case you're not picking it up. Ooh, it's the final day of the third quarter. That's kind of interesting, right? So we have one quarter of the year left to go. Chaos reigns in D.C. Chaos reigns in D.C. is Spider-Man and Batman can't be found. Congress. No, no, it's, it's not Spider-Man and Batman, but it's Superman, not Spider-Man. Just, you know, it's Batman and Superman. They're in D.C., the District of Columbia. 
Congress has wrangled over the debt ceiling. And you know when I use the word wrangled, I could use the word wrestled. And when I use the word wrestled, I could use the word WrestleMania. And when I use the word WrestleMania, I could say just cray-cray stuff. Come on, brother. Let's get the debt ceiling passed. The bipartisan infrastructure bill, the government shut down. The government's Democrats, the Democrats from the government, three and a half trillion dollar budget package. They can't figure this stuff out. Will there be a shutdown today or will there not be? Dun, dun, da. Several big vaccine mandates are making the headlines this week. They appear to be effective at driving up vaccination rates. You've seen some very high-profile ones like United Airlines, the first airline to require its employees to get vaxxed on Tuesday. United said that more than 99% of its 67,000 U.S. workers have complied with the requirement. Just 593 face termination. Ain't that America? Delta Airlines, which doesn't have a vaccine mandate yet but will soon raise the cost of health insurance for unvaxxed employees, says that 82% are vaccinated versus 99% for United. And you know what I say? I'll book my next flight on United. I'll reward them for that, that initiative. Weird. It's spilling over into the NBA. Where Let's be honest with each other. Most sports figures from baseball to hockey – I'm not going to include hockey in this one. From baseball to the NBA to the NFL, you don't exactly think of rocket scientists when they're they're talking about something that's not basketball-oriented. And to hear Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving, who's unvaccinated, he's going to have to sit out all the team's home games. And the NBA is playing hardball here with a basketball. They're saying it's, they're not going to pay players who miss games. Remember when your parents would say things like a dollar ain't what it used to be? Well, Dollar Tree said that yesterday. It's adding up items that cost a dollar twenty-five to a dollar fifty. So they're going to be called the buck fifty store soon, or maybe Dollar Tree Plus. You pick it up when I'm putting it down. Oh, the show's not working today, is it? Let's talk tech. YouTube is banning all anti-vaccination content. Slack wants its executives to limit their office days to three days a week. Do you get the feeling that's where we're going here? Even in post-COVID? People want to work from home and some technology companies like Slack who benefit from people who work at home are encouraging this. Yesterday we talked about Amazon's new robot Astro. They introduced a couple other things, but I I thought Astro was the most, uh, how shall we say, curious of them all. They introduced like a flying camera, uh, a drone camera. But employees who worked on Amazon's home robot are saying that it's either the greatest tech invention ever or it's going to be Amazon's biggest flop. 
that's kind of fun to watch. That comes out in about a month, month and a half. Netflix has acquired a video game studio in a major move to further its gaming ambitions. They picked up a company called Night School Studio, a games developer known for Oxenfree, a 2016 supernatural thriller game. Elon Musk is devoting more time to a fully reusable SpaceX rocket. Man, we got a lot going on today, do we not? Feels that way. Other things to note, China's facing an energy crunch and a debt crisis. They have the debt crisis with Evergrande. And they're cracking down on cryptocurrencies and tech companies. And now they are saying, we don't have enough energy right now, so let's let's be cool and not spend it. Oh, Mr. Roboto. I'm digging today. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I'm going to show you my political feelings right now on Congress, Republicans, Democrats. I don't do this very often on this show. I don't get very political. Congress is moving to prevent a shutdown with deadlines The deadline is hours away. Trying to push a bill that's going to fund the government through December 3rd. Passing a funding bill would resolve one crisis while lawmakers try to deal with another, a looming default unless Congress raises or suspends the debt ceiling. Um, Here's my political feelings. I'm going to show you if I'm a Republican or Democrat. It's going to be a big reveal. It's like that time your favorite actor or actor, Tris, decided to do an R-rated movie and maybe take their top off. Julie Andrews, I'm thinking about you here. The hills are live. Uh, Congress is dysfunctional and they don't work. I hate all Republicans and Democrats right now. They're not working for the people. They're working for re-election, and I hate them all. That's all I got to say about it. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm neither Republican nor Democrat. Today, I hate everyone. I officially quit politics. I'm going to focus the rest of my career on getting you to retirement in a non-political world. Anyone who sends you spam email, I will put to death. That's going to be my platform. What else will be on my platform? Mm, I think I could run on spam email, just that alone. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, spam phone calls. Their parents will be put to death to teach them a good lesson, and their children will be put to death. 
So Congress is in a race right now to prevent a government showdown. The legislation is including money for hurricane relief and resettlement of Afghan refugees. Like, what's going on with that? We're trying to prevent a government shutdown. And we're trying to send some money to the Afghan refugees that Joe Biden decided to pull out of Afghan, the stand. I don't like any of this. It all feels kind of wrong. Congress can snuff out one more possible crisis, but has another one looming. And Wall Street doesn't like it. Although I will say, Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews, is the perfect analogy for the show today. There's just something wrong about it. Uh, the S&P 500 is up fractionally. The Nasdaq's up fractionally. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down fractionally. Not a lot of movement. I'm getting emails from people asking like, hey, should I pay off my student loan? Good question. Cancellation of a key provision of the federal student loan forgiveness program likely left thousands struggling to repay their debt. I would say service your loan. Don't gamble on whether Congress can or cannot get any sort of resolution put together on forgiveness of student debt, which I'm kind of against because you took it on knowing that it was a debt. No one held a gun to your head and you went on and got a degree that really doesn't mean much. I don't think it should be discharged for you. If you knew now, if someone held a gun to your head, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You did it because you had to. But I think America fell in love with going to college and we didn't really ask ourselves tough questions. Kanye's latest hoodies. That's a tough question. Don't have zippers. And what's interesting about this is Gap clearly thinks this fall will be about the classic hoodie. The perfect hoodie. The Kanye West hoodie. The 100% double layer cotton hoodie. Six different color. All reminiscent of the 1990s, early 90s. $90 for a hoodie. Kid sizes go for 70 In my recent move, I misplaced my Ralph Lauren black hoodie with a little red polo guy on it. It's my classic. It's the one I go to all the time. The $200 puffer coat called the round jacket because it doesn't have zippers. Gap was at $12 when they signed a deal with Kanye back, 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 back in early 2020. And now they're at $25. So they've gone from 12 to 25 That's a pretty good run. But the new hoodie isn't pushing it to its recent high of 35 It's kind of going sideways. Looking at the chart, I would buy a Gap all day at 20 bucks a share. Um, maybe even $26. But the question is, will Kanye be relevant and or not? I don't know. Apple's newest iPhone update has a weird, weird feature that I discovered yesterday. The iOS 15, which if you have a recent phone you can grab, you can copy and paste words from a photo 
that could be the coolest thing that I've ever. So you could take a picture of a book or a page from a book. That's the right way of saying that, right? You can take a picture. You could be on the internet and take a. Okay, so I made braised short ribs yesterday. And I had this recipe up on my screen. I was like, ah, I should just, just email that to myself. And I figured out my phone could take a picture of it. And then I could copy and paste from the phone. Very cool. Should the stock be higher on that? I don't think so. But it is kind of a cool feature. Yes, yes, yes. A majority of business owners today in restaurants are saying that conditions are worse now than they were three months ago. This is a big story. This is what you should be paying attention to today. More than half of restaurant operators say that business conditions are worse now than three months ago. You know why? Do you know why? I'm saying, do you know why? It's because the Delta variant has left understaffed restaurants with higher food costs and they're understaffed. Just 9% of survey respondents said business conditions have improved last year. We should be talking about, let's all go to Hawaii. Not just you, not just me, but all of us. There's something slowing down in the economy. Maybe it's optimism. Maybe it's the ability to go out of the house. But that's not good news. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me at EP Wealth as well. I work with a lot of financial planners. If you need a financial planner referral, check out robblackshow.com and contact me. Don't miss an episode of The Rob Black Show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for sticking with me. I always say some shows are better than others. Dakota Johnson is wearing a lace bustier, as is Olivia Rodrigo. Why do I bring this up? Because it's a trend. Trends are really super important to follow and invest in. Study to figure out. Sometimes it's to jump in on later in life when you figured out how trends work. If you got in on the computer trend in the 1990s, did really well with Dell. If you figured out the iPhone or the, yeah, mobile, mobile computing, you did really well with Apple. And if you figured out that Facebook was trying to figure out desktop and they did really well with desktop, but they did really, really, really well with mobile phone. Congratulations to San Francisco Giants winning their 104th game of the season, breaking an all-time win record in San Francisco. That's not a trend. Winning is a trend, but number of wins is not the trend. Kind of looking forward to the playoffs. It's weird because I used to talk like I, I work in television as well as radio. And in television, we have sports reporters. We have sports anchors. <clears throat> and I kind of miss talking to people. So will I really enjoy it? Because I don't really have anyone to talk to. 
The time to start holiday shopping is right now. There's going to be a shortage of everything. China's saying we've got energy problems. We don't have enough. Please conserve, citizens. Please conserve. And when that happens, they're telling factories, you need to go quiet for a day or two and not use electricity because we're asking our citizens not to, so we need you to as well. So sorry, USA, you're not going to get your Christmas presents this year unless you get them now. Retail experts are sounding the alarm that shoppers need to start their holiday shopping now. Logistical issues are plaguing manufacturing. Supply chain disruptions are popping up everywhere. Hottest toys? Not really all that great of supply. If you take a look at ports from Southern California to Northern California to New Jersey, upstate New York, backlog, cargo ships, as many as 73 in one day recently, floating offshore waiting to be unloaded. So it's hitting the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans. I want to start a petition. I want to rename the Pacific Ocean the Pacific Ocean. I want to add an S to it just for me for no other reason. Okay, maybe it's because as a child I couldn't remember Pacific and I came up with Pacific. And to this day, every time I say the word Pacific, I hate it. American consumers' buying strength is so strong and epic right now. We can't absorb all the cargo that's coming in. Costco is putting limits on the number of certain items that shoppers can buy. You can only buy so much toilet paper, paper towels, and bottled water, just like the early days of the pandemic. Okay. That's so funny. Have you ever been in like Costco? And this this may get into the need for the dump button. Have you ever been in a Costco and seen a restaurant operator come in and they buy like just a ton of soy sauce or a ton and you're like, why do you have a whole carton? Why do you have a whole shopping, two shopping carts full of soy sauce? Oh, and then you're like, oh, they must be a restaurant. And then you're like, what restaurant is it? Because I don't know if I want to eat a restaurant that's buying from Costco. I thought they were buying from a more high-end distributor. Or chicken necks or chickens. And you're like, whoa. So Costco's putting limits on people. And they don't, they're not in the business of putting limits on people. Home Depot is leasing its own cargo ship to get goods into other U.S. ports and to stores. So Home Depot is leasing its own cargo ship. They're not saying, yeah, you could put a... Lumber on one-third of the ship and two-thirds of the ship could go to Walmart. They're saying, we want it all. This whole boat needs to be ours. That's a big story. Did I mention Dakota Johnson? Yes, I did. I don't know. She could be the most attractive celebrity daughter. I don't know. Uh Uh-oh, creep factor. Sketch. Sketch is coming on. Um, Stocks to steer clear of is probably a good thought in your head. 
I did a show yesterday where I talked about there's a couple companies that I wish that, that I owned. Names like Adobe. They're a software company. I see them every year go higher. And every time there's a correction, I go, I should buy it. And I never do. But in your head of heads, you should also have stocks that you don't want to own. For instance, I've got a big problem with alternative cable companies. I'm going to say Comcast is the biggest, and I'm okay with that one. But then I start getting into like names like Cable One, which is a mid-sized telecom player. They offer voice, data, and video connectivity to one million residents. I'm like, eh, not big enough. You can sit there and try to convince yourself, well, they'll be acquired. I'm like, eh, that's not a reason to buy a stock or a mutual fund. It's not a reason to marry a woman. If you sit there and go, well, she's really attractive, like Dakota Johnson, but she can't cook and she's not very intelligent. I'm not saying I bet Dakota Johnson's very intelligent and can cook. I'm just saying you try not to make your, your bet on one thing. You try to make your bet on a solid two or three ideas. I call them flags, ideas. I, I want to see revenue growth. I want to see earnings growth. I want to see margin expansion. I want to see management that's been at successful companies before and now. I want to see not too much debt. I want to see the ability to service debt if there is debt. I look for things that steer me clear of trouble. And when I go like, oh, there's a company called Consolidated Communications. They have almost a billion dollars in revenue. And they were one of those kind of stocks that look like they should be acquired. It's a telecom provider who's small. They offer business residential services, including high-speed internet, high-definition streaming TV capabilities, as well as fiber, cable, and wireless infrastructure. And I go, eh. They're going to get acquired down the road. I'm not going to hold them for that because, you know, real estate's all about location, location, location. I think some businesses are about volume, volume, volume. And I don't, sometimes I don't like the smaller players. You should have this thought in your head too. Someone asked me about General Electric recently. I'm like, yeah, it was the 1980s, 1990s. I'm all about it. General Electric used to own NBC. NBC had friends. And Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. So there's stocks that I just stay clear of. They fell apart. They had too many companies. They couldn't manage them all properly. They had a CEO who was like, yes, yes, bring on more companies. Let's acquire more companies. Let's be a jet engine company and the company that does friends. Oh, and we also do light bulbs. They got, they became too big. So GE scares me because I saw how hard they fell from being too big. You know what that makes me think of? Google, Amazon, Apple. I look at them every single day now, Microsoft as well, and go, are they too big? Are they getting their, their fingers in too many pies? Which for the record, I don't think you can put your fingers in too many pies. I like pie. Other companies that I've stayed clear of my whole life, um, believe it or not, casinos. It's just not my thing. I get it. 
I get wanting to bet on the house. I get wanting to bet on people being silly. I I don't invest in casinos. Everyone should have little things in their head that they want to invest in and little things that they don't want to invest in. So for me, casinos, I stop the conversation there before I see the PE, before I see the price to sales ratio, before I see the debt ratios, before I see record profits or record losses, before I see five-year trading range, you should have things that you're out. Another company I don't like, typically companies that run advertising on radio and television. You hear a lot of commercials for payroll companies like Paychex on advertising. And like, if you're really that good, you, you probably want to be advertising. Like you, people would find you, like you don't need to advertise payroll or HR services. That's something every company needs. There should be a standard. And I feel like you're trying to, to build business. And again, it's just that one little thing I'm uncomfortable with. So I steer clear. I don't like driving at night. So I try not to. I don't like driving on holidays because people are drunk. So I don't. Investing should have some little teeny tiny flags that you like, that you investigate, that you're curious about. And they should have some little flags that you're like, ah, I'm not going there. I think there's a Jason Voorhees behind behind that door. Not going to open the door. I'm Rob Black. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is The Rob Black Show. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. I, I feel that <clears throat> I'm dropping a negative tone. And I don't want it to be a negative tone trend. I try to reset every single day the show expectations. But the last couple of days, we've been talking about higher inflation. We've been talking about dysfunctional government, higher interest rates. Yesterday, I saw Jerome Powell admit, like, hey, this transitory inflation may last into 2022 and not just at the end of the summer. Today, I'm seeing restaurants say conditions are worse now than they were three months ago. I pick my kid up or I pick one of my children up. I probably have 100 children. Let's just assume that for the sake of the story, it makes it a lot better. I picked up one of my 100 children yesterday from school. He usually rides his bike into school, but for some reason, he's gotten psychologically freaked out about riding his bike into school. I think he saw a car accident, and he's like, I, I, I want to be dropped off. So now he's steering clear of being on his bike. <clears throat> but I picked him up yesterday, and I'm waiting for him outside the school, and he walks out. He's always the first kid out. That's my boy. And uh, he has a book in his hands. And I'm like, holy crap. My son's reading a book while he's walking? Like, what a dad moment. Like, I was just filled with pride. I grew up overseas, and the only we didn't have TV. We didn't have radio. We had books. So I had read every single thing that I could. Every kind of book collection. At one point in time, I read... 
I went over my top 100 books on air. And it was pretty stunning. And I'll do that again one day because it's kind of funny to listen to all the books that I've read. There's books like by the one, top 100 classics. And I was like, read that one, read this one, read that one, read this one, read that one. But the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit were just, I consumed them before I was done with second grade. So to see my kid walk out of school with a book, I was like stoked. I think education solves a lot of problems in the world. <clears throat> so he gets in the car. I'm like, let's go get a milkshake. So I take the kid for a milkshake. Now he got out of school. Wednesdays are one of those weird little crazy California things where kids only go to school for half a day. I still don't understand why. I never had that. So we get to the restaurant. And they, they're famous for milkshakes and draft beer. I get a draft beer. He gets milkshake. That's the deal. We're going to bond over this. He's reading a book. I'm like stoked. He got a 98 out of 100 on a math test. I'm like, yeah, that's not very impressive. 100 would have been good. He's like, I didn't hear the last question. <clears throat> and at 2.30, they kick us out of the restaurant because they shut down for an hour or two hours. They kind of reset the restaurant due to COVID. They're trying to give their employees a break because they're they're really stressing out their employees because I live in a pretty wealthy area where you can't really afford an apartment on a restaurant salary. So it's restaurants don't really thrive here. So they shut down for a couple hours and my son said, why did they, why did they close the business? I'm like, probably the pandemic and probably because the high cost of living in this area. So I had this conversation with my son yesterday. I'm like, the Delta variant sucks. People don't really like working at restaurants because they're bringing you food that you're eating and you're having a good time. It's not exactly the glamorous job that every kid's like, ooh, one day I'm going to grow up and be a waiter. No, we want to grow up and be astronauts. We want to grow up and be doctors. We want to grow up and be baseball players. Restaurants are understaffed. Higher food costs are happening because of wildfires and supply chain issues. And the Delta variant shutting down meat slaughtering houses. The industry is plagued right now. And it's it's starting to depress me a little bit because <clears throat> I'm doing too many stories about how Delta and COVID are crimping our ability to spend money in the United States. About 50% of hotel, op uh, not hotel, but restaurant operators said their locations are not open at full capacity for indoor dining. 64% of adults feel comfortable dining at a restaurant. That's held steady now for the last four weeks, but it's down seven percentage points from 4th of July, where 71% of Americans said they felt comfortable to be in restaurants. Three quarters of operators who took part in the survey said their restaurants are short on staff. I went into a supermarket yesterday and they had two employees that I could count, like literally two. You know, sometimes you go in a supermarket and like, hey, uh, do you guys have fresh avocados? Or you ask a question, there's like five people ready to answer. They had one teller. They had a line of 15 people. Now, again, I live in a very wealthy, affluent neighborhood. 
So to get someone to work at a Safeway or a grocery store is a lot more difficult than it is when where rents are lower. So I get it. I, I could be seeing things wrong. But when I look at national surveys, 83% said that they're at least 10% understaffed. 39% say they're missing more than a fifth of their needed workforce. A fifth? We know the math there, right? That's 20%. Menu options are being impacted by food supply challenges. You might notice that, like, chicken wings. Um, restaurants are having problems getting chicken wings. Outback Steakhouse has said they're cutting back on promotions. Jack in the Box said they're raising prices for labor. That's pretty pessimistic. Because... I don't like Jack in the Box, but Jack in the Box plus 10% extra cost, I'm going to like it even less. Now, in good news, Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel launches in March 2022. So I guess we got that to look forward to. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. All social media is Rob Black Show. Honest, straightforward, and right to the point. The Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com